This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Terror Talk. <laughs> We're gonna welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy is singing "Little Shop of Horrors" because today on the show, as you may have noticed in the title of the episode, is we are going to talk about plant-based horror. Eh, probably throw in a little nature versus man, but and this is not a fear of vegans. That oh. is not what this is about. Well, I'm afraid. Yeah, personally, you know. I this episode kind of started off as a joke, um, <laughs> and then but then uh, the, then I was reading this article in a recent Fangoria, mm. and I said, you know what, it's a thing. Let's talk about it because we we've talked about a lot of different villains on this show, and we've never talked about plants, plants and nature being. We both um, said it the same So I I found um, um, an article from Rumorg.com called a fear of flora uh, by Ian Bain, Ian A. Bain, a fear of flora. Why is plant horror so effective? And I'm just going to start off with a a quote. He says, as much as we love to see ourselves at the top of the food chain and like to pretend we hold mastery over the earth, we need plants to survive. So, you know, there can be the argument that, well, we also need animals to survive because we need meat and all that, but we really don't. Like, we know that we can actually survive on plants if we Mm -hmm. had to, and many of us do, give or take maybe a couple different animal proteins, but we need plants to breathe. Yeah. Let alone eat, but we need plants to breathe. So couple highlights from this article that I want to talk about. And then also there's an article by Don Keatley called why are plants so horrifying? I just think it's so funny. Like this whole conversation turned into, you know, really we fear the things that we depend on the most because if we lose them, we die. Yeah. So plant-based horror, here we go. You know, we, (laughs) we cannot run from their inevitable grasp. They're slow moving they can take over in these movies. They actually take over until the people go insane. Uh, they're constant and they're slow moving. Like the real horror zombie that we imagine a zombie to be plants sort of are this way too. You know, they don't have the, the gargling obnoxious sounds of zombies, but they, they're constantly growing and they take over. We think about like an Ivy, right? Right. So they become suffocating. They invade our space. They take over. Mm -hmm. They make us feel claustrophobic and trapped. Uh, They don't speak, right? Unless it's Little Shop of Horrors, they really don't speak. (laughs) More Uh, of a comedy. And that's more of a comedy. (laughs) So this is something as humans, we really have an aversion to this thing that's actually 
stronger than us, can outlive us. We can't survive without it. In some ways, maybe it is more intelligent than us. I don't know. But we are the ones used to taking over, and we know that we really cannot exist without them. They were here before us. They're probably going to be here after us. And there's more of them than there are of us just because there's no possible way. I mean, there plants plants are everywhere. If we're just looking at this from the tiniest little weed to a tree to ivy that grows on a on a brick wall somewhere. We had ivy all along the side of our house growing <laughs> yeah. up. And it was like, don't plant ivy because if you plant it, it's never going to stop. It goes everywhere. <laughs> um, so this, this article, A Fear of Flora by Ian Bain, he says is much popular horror stems from subverting our societal ideas of what is safe. So Cujo turns the man's best friend on its head Mm -hmm. and snaps its neck. It makes it makes you afraid of clowns. The brood makes you fear little kids. Humans crave comfort and safety. It's hardwired into our brains to seek things. And so taking something that should give us a peace of mind, like that orphan child you Mm -hmm. just brought home or that (laughs) new house you bought and turning it into horror is deeply upsetting. It gives the audience a lasting scare that makes them think twice about letting their kids' new dolls sleep in their bedroom. Mm These horticulture cores take the beautiful flower or the painstakingly planted lawn or the tended tomatoes and turn them into the boogeyman. And the scariest part is that the plants are already here. There's nowhere on this planet you can go to escape them. And then Don Keatley says in her article, Why Are Plants So Horrifying? We are surrounded by vegetation. When humans falter, vegetation surges in to take our place, creeping over buildings, pushing up through our roads, taking what we were forced to abandon. Hmm. So much deeper than I anticipated this conversation to be, although we always somehow turn it into something deep. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I I guess as much as I've always known it from um, a subconscious level, I've never really thought about this kind of horror in a way. But I know you and I watched a few movies we're going to talk about in a bit, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? This has never been a subgenre that I necessarily concentrated on, Mm -hmm. just like you're saying. I can say that Invasion of the Body Snatchers is one of my top oh, yeah. like things from that time period. Yeah. I have to break down top movies into decades now sure. because there's so many. But I vividly remember watching that movie as a younger person and how frightening it is. And I recently watched it this year. I think it was within the last year. And it, it held up for me. It's got that same, because it's that similar time period, it has the same feeling as Alien to me, where it's slow and atmospheric and the tension is building and Donald Sutherland is so good in it. And everyone's losing their mind. And they're all, it's really frightening in that slow, creepy, which it works, right? Like plants creep. (laughs) It's like they're slow moving usually. And then when they're fast moving, it's extremely scary. (laughs) I just, that's the only movie I've ever really had a frame of reference for this. I mean, there's lots of nature versus man. Like that's a mm-hmm. that's a popular uh, conflict and trope in in movies. But the, was, there's something about plants, right? Because we're sort of taught that plants are better. Like 
vegetarianism is better, veganism yeah. is better, plants are healthy, they give us air, they give us light, they give us all the things we need. If there were no plants, we would all die type of deal. So to have, it's just like when we talk about child horror, it's like kids are supposed to be innocent and we're supposed to be smarter than them. And it's those assumptions that we make about those things that I think are the most disturbing because right. plants as good. Right. You know, kids as innocent. It's like when we take those things and distort them for shadowy purposes and horror, I think it's really interesting. And it, it is when you came up with this idea, it, it really is something I hadn't really thought about. Yeah, I, you're right about the whole plant conversation of we look at plants as being, you know, saving the world and saving our environment and mm -hmm. we breathe better with them and we are healthier because we eat them. And like to the article's point, taking something that we assume to be safe. Benevolent. And, and yeah, <laughs> benevolent and, and innocuous and all of these, you know, things that we don't like, we don't really think of plants as something that would take over. We think of meteors. We yeah. think of aliens. Right. We even think of maybe animals to a certain extent. Or even like, and if we're talking nature, like, tsunamis and earthquakes yeah, tornadoes and, and tornadoes mm -hmm. and, fires yeah ice storms and things like yeah. that like that not makes plants sense. watch not watch we're gonna be taken out by plants oh god help us god what was i watching i've watched several movies even movies where they've focused on certain types of bacteria or fungus yeah becoming a lot of the like contagion type yeah movies. yeah i'm i'm trying to think of the one that i oh maybe it was invasion of the body snatchers yeah because it starts mm -hmm. with uh but there's there was another one that i watched where the people literally turned into fungus and i have to figure out which one it was it may have okay. been one i watched for another week but there's this you know there's this idea mm -hmm. that with with films like this that we just don't think about it until yeah. it's thrown into our face like this i remember watching invasion of the body snatchers when i was a kid and I hadn't watched it all the way through in a long time. And every once in a while, it would just come on regular TV mm -hmm. on like a Monday night or mm -hmm. something. And it always terrified me. And so I went back and watched it. And I was like, you know, as a kid, <laughs> it was terrifying because mm -hmm. when they start to go into those cocoons mm. and they find them like the plant literally. It's really scary. It's really <laughs> terrifying. It takes over and then they build a, you know, like a, a twin yeah, and I'd really never seen anything like that at that point no. personally. Like that was a it was an influential like horror milestone for me, just like Alien. Like I I have always had that on my top list from that time period because it's just so I don't know. Becoming a pod person's really not my goal. I don't want to be a pod person. No. No. And so. I think the the movie still stands when you watch it. Too. I thought so when I like I said when I watched it the last time I I really did feel like it was still had that very important creep factor that movies from you know 1978 it was big year Alien Invasion by the yeah. <laughs> those those late 70s movies there's just something for me in those last 5 years of you know the last half of the 70s that really did just create so much fear <laughs> mm -hmm. so many really interesting out of the box concepts of like things that i i don't know you know 
if you think about it too, the, the 70s, when this movie, I think it was 78 or whatever, yeah, Invasion so of the Body much. Snatchers. So we're coming off of, the 60s was all a lot of sci-fi. And then we move into the 70s, which had a lot of the, um, more like the religious horror, I think. Mm-hmm. But the this turn of 60s into 70s horrors, there was still very much like a, an apocalyptic type of theme where it was always the end of the world in some way, shape or form. (laughs) And so we saw a lot of that in the sixties with space. And then the seventies with movies like this, it was much more oriented towards like right here on our planet with the plants and things, but they were, it was still very much in a time where it was like the end of the world was going to happen. That was a big uh, trope in the sixties and seventies. Like the the alien, you know, 78 as well. And it's like, even though it had the sci-fi to it, what was so interesting about it, it was also straightforward horror. And like, what if these aliens get back to the world? Like that's sure. what Sigourney was trying to save everybody from. Yeah. It's like not transporting these aliens to come to earth and kill us all. It's yeah. like ultimate destruction of the world in some different way. But yeah, invasion of the body snatchers obviously was, was that fear and, uh, if you haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The more, if you really haven't seen it and you really never gone down that road, I highly recommend you going in without knowing a whole lot. I mean, it's going it, blind if you can for a 1978 movie, but Hey, you know, we all have blips in our history of like shit we haven't seen. We all have gaps. So if that happens to be a gap for you or you don't normally like 70s movies, I can totally understand that because the aesthetic is very different. But just if you're a horror file, like obviously if you've seen Alien, you need to mm-hmm. see Invasion of the Body Snatcher. Like that's just, I, I do feel like it's it's it rises to the top. It, yeah, it does. I, I would, I'd also add to this whole plant trope mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is, is the apocalyptic threat to humanity, in all of these films, the person with give or take a couple, okay. the the people sort of lose their sense of self or personality or sanity. So that's so, like the metaphor. Yeah, yeah. So we see this in Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. We see this in uh, The Happening, which is not directly about plants, but it's about the environment and people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it causes all suicide and mental illness and all of this stuff. Right. Um, we see it to a certain extent in even Little Shop of Horrors where he becomes addicted to this plant mm-hmm. to the point where he it becomes the most important relationship of his life. Right. So I also think that we, we be, in some ways become very bound to or enslaved by these plants mm-hmm. in all of these movies, which I think is interesting because we don't see that with villains typically. No, no, that's, it, yeah, well, it, that word organic, right? <laughs> it goes to that organic thing of, but now it's also bleeding into other things like other tropes will use, kind of a plant-based or a growth-based type of thing like zombies, you know, then it's like, oh, it's the zombies. The The justification for the zombies is that there's like a toxin or there's a plant or, you know, it's it's bleeding into lots of other things, so. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think too with the way our world is going with climate change and people, I think we're going to start to see more of these films. But like you said, they usually come in, in the fashion of these big life ending tsunamis and things like this. And I think that's what made these movies more terrifying because they were pernicious. Okay, yeah. It wasn't just like, 
we're waiting for this big asteroid to hit. It's this very slow working poison to the point where people were feeling gaslit, like an invasion of the body snatchers. It's, you know, your husband's fine. What are you talking about? Maybe he's just had a bad day. (laughs) We're in all of these other apocalyptic movies. right? Yeah. And a, a lot of these other apocalyptic movies, we have a collective of people who understand the world is ending and they're going through it together. That's not the case in the plant-based ones. They're all learning little bits at a time and at first not buying into or believing that anything is wrong, which I think Ah, is scary, which I think is even scarier. No, no, that's totally a lot scarier. Yeah. So, uh, I know we've been talking about invasion of the body snatchers. Are there some other ones that you've watched that? Yeah, I, uh, well, we watched. We both watched the ruins, so we could talk about that. I had seen this one before, but I honestly had forgotten a lot of it. I don't know what kind of zoning out I was doing the first time I watched it. I kind of forgot it was plants and all of that. When I was doing research for this episode, I was like, "Oh, the ruins is on all these lists." You yeah, know? I watched it too, and I liked it a lot. I was this the first time you had seen it, or? I think so. I mean, I'd always seen posters for it. And so I'm not a huge fan of Jenna Malone. (laughs) Yeah, no, I understand. So The Ruins is a horror thriller. It's from 2008. It's like 93 minutes long. And and it's also one of those ones where it's, it's a nature horror, of course, but it's also like completely incompetent, you know, white people in another country kind of thing. Totally. So a leisurely Mexican holiday turns, takes a turn for the worse when a group of friends and a fellow tourist embark on a remote archeological dig in the jungle. And then, you know, the hilarity ensues, but I think this is a really solid movie. I do too. And I, and again, if you have a gap in your in your watching, because most people see this and and enjoy this movie, it's it's kind of well known, and most people like it. If if you like uh, this, and I just feel like it goes to a great place. There's lots of good gore. I don't mind or care about the actors necessarily. I thought they were fine. It, it's definitely not about that. It's Mm-mm. kind of where it goes, mm-hmm. and it is plant based. It is nature based. It's scary to me. It's terrifying because not only does it deal with the whole vacationing abroad kind of thing and yeah. being out of... Because we can all be in this situation. We can always be in the situation. But the vines, the monster in this yes. movie is terrifying. It, it isn't is. cheesy. It isn't, you know, it's terrifying. It is. It, it And it goes like a good horror movie. It goes to the nth degree. So very bad things happen to these characters. And they're all kind of running for their lives. And so that gives you a lot of intensity. Um, It was primarily shot in Australia in winter, actually. So it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's beautiful, although they were probably freaking freezing and had to, I think I read somewhere where they had to like simulate sweat by getting their bodies sprayed because it was actually really cold outside. Oh, how funny. (laughs) Yeah, but it, it appears like a Mexican holiday. So everybody's sweating and sad and it's awful and everybody's okay. And it's very stereotypically like two young couples out and about having a good time. And then the shit hits the fan and it just happens to be uh, plant-based. But I, again, like the plant was freaking scary. There's good gore. There's absolutely good tension and, and thrills. So, and also again, it, it, uses the whole idea of the person losing themselves. If the, the scene where she starts to cut into her body because she yeah. believes that it's still inside her. Yeah. Right. So there's that delusional component. 
that's always scary when they put oh, those God. in movies too is yeah. when you see the little they have that in alien movies a lot where you see the little like swirl and under your skin like the little alien or the little plant or whatever is like swirling around under your skin and you're like cut it out cut it out cut yeah. it out and then they actually do and it's so gross oh and they start to pull that first vine out so there's body horror if yeah. you like body horror which i do so oh it's a good one though it's a really good one in a different way than invasion of body snatchers i feel like invasion of the body snatchers obviously just completely different time zone and decade and everything so it's just um got a very different feel to it and a very different atmosphere is just it feels like there's a depth to that movie mm-hmm. that's actually kind of gets in your psyche that's very insidious whereas the ruins is scary on that you know 2008 level <laughs> where it's scary it's gory it's ugh, but it's it doesn't have the kind of resonance and depth that the body snatchers does no it doesn't i know that you and i have had a uh, discussions about m night Sh- Shyamalan. yeah and just uh, i don't i don't love him or hate him i i actually just like certain movies he's done and not been a fan of certain movies, but I don't, some people have like a very definitive opinion about him and I really don't. I've enjoyed some of his things. I, I, a lot of people hated the happening. I actually liked it. And I don't know if it was because it was more of a mental health film. Yeah. I mean, it got a lot of criticism. I would love to hear why you liked it because I don't find it to be a good film. I don't don't know why. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's something in your psychology that finds it good and interesting. And I'm just curious what that is. Well, if people haven't seen it, it's basically about a deadly neurotoxin that emerges from uh, algae. And I guess he, the idea he got was from what is it called red tide syndrome, which indicates that marine plant life in recent years have begun releasing toxins in response to changing environmental conditions. To me, it was the precursor. People are going to throw, they're going to, I'm going to get tomatoes. Okay, unpopular opinion yeah, incoming. Toma- tomatoes thrown at me when I say this. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Whoa. I feel like there was a, a quiet place vibe to this uh-huh. movie where there, there was not a lot of dialogue Mm. And you have Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Dashnell, who I like both of them, mm-hmm. really trying to run. They're on the run and they're trying to figure out what is causing all of these people to have very intense mental health symptoms, confused speech, lost coordination, and then they end up taking their lives. Yeah. And so to me, that's a really terrifying thought, like the idea that something could cause you to lose your mind. Yeah, I mean, that that's it for me is that I, I kind of gave it like one star for the idea. Yeah, I, I, The idea is so solid. And yeah. that's the thing about M. Night is that he takes huge risks. And that's what I love about him as a filmmaker is that he honestly swings for the rafters and he has these great ideas. And then the execution is like 50% of the time. It's just straight garbage. I know, because it's so true. I really liked the way this started. Like I love the, you know, act one, super, you know, solid, love the idea, set up a whole bunch of stuff up. There was even a few scenes along the way that were, were really interesting or whatever. And, and that one star is honestly for the idea and for the creepy plant born wind. You know, when they start getting into the scenes where the wind is kind of like stalking them because the wind is what will kill you, will make you kill yourself. And that that idea is so creepy. And those scenes were so creepy that I really enjoyed it. So that's what my one star. But honestly, after that, like that, I don't I don't understand how these two great actors could act so poorly. Like Mm. the acting just 
it takes a dive so low. Mm-hmm. I was I was mesmerized, and and every now and then like, serious things happening. You and, wonder what and that's they start making is. jokes, and I'm yeah. just like, is that because that Zoe her name right? Yeah, uh, is that because she's actually normally a comedian? I kind of thought she was horrible yeah. in this. Like, yeah, this does not need a comedic awkward actress like. It just, and Mark, Marky Mark. I like him. <laughs> like, I love him normally. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad. Like. It does get one star whoosh. across, but maybe 2.5 is the highest I've seen. It just got so bad. Yeah. But again, like I said. You're like, right. Like it did said, start I off love strong. the idea yeah. and the whole first chunk of it because the idea is cool and that wind is fucking creepy. But. Yeah, yeah it is. I can't recommend the movie, but Kathy does. I just, I, and, and maybe, you know, that's not a, that's, that's maybe a good place to find a happy medium. Cause you're right. I mean, as the movie progresses, I do remember much more when I think of the movie, I remember much more of the beginning into the middle and, and well, that's the scary part that you were saying, right? Like that yeah, idea is yeah. the thing that really got you. I guess I've just never really thought of this genre as something really in its own league and yeah. very different from other types of disaster or environmental movies. Yeah, you know, in my research for this, because like I said, like like you're saying, I had never really thought about this too much. And so this that's what I love about doing this is that it takes us in all these different directions. I watched a little movie called Little Joe from 2019. It's, a, okay. it's actually a British movie. And I ended up not liking this movie very much, but... But it is plant-based. It's so British, though. It's just so slow and not much happens. But Alice, a single mother who is more dedicated to her work as a genetic engineer than to her teenage son, Joe, develops a new variety of flower that is supposed to have the ability to make its owner happy thanks Mm. to its special chemical properties. So this movie is a lot more ominous than that makes it sound. (laughs) It's a female directed. Another reason why I wanted to check it out. <laughs> One of the reviews I read was like little shop of Joe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. But you it know, does not get good reviews. <laughs> it doesn't get good reviews. Some people really liked it though. People like what they like, right? It's very British in its sensibility. And that is not normally a problem for me, but not enough happens and it's extremely slow and so staying interested, the visuals were really beautiful, but staying interested was really hard. It was just so boring. There were a couple of parts that, of course, you'd get a little flare of like, you know, when the flowers start to kick in or when they do things. At one point they bark or what? I don't know. So <laughs> it's not cheesy at all. It's taken it. It takes itself very, very seriously. It's very, it's very much meant to give you like creep and scare you. But it just went nowhere. A a Mm. few great creepy moments. uh, Certainly a good idea, good premise. That's why I turned it on in the first place. But it just it just doesn't go anywhere. But I Mm. wanted to watch some. I kind of wanted to watch some plant based horror stuff that like I had never seen. Sure, because of course the ones we're talking about, like I've seen more than once. And yeah, so. But anyway, that's my other movie that I can add to it. Okay. But, But other than that, I really enjoyed this. I hope. You guys enjoyed this. Yeah. You know, I hope you enjoyed Something this discussion. Yeah. Give us some suggestions of other um, plant based horror, you know, where the plant is the bad guy and the thing trying to kill everyone. Because I saw a lot of lists and some of them were kind of a stretch to be on that list. Like I had seen the movies and I'm like, mm, I don't know. 
if that's really plant-based. It doesn't seem to be a massive genre, but if I am wrong about that, you guys please tell me because if there's some other good ones, I would love to check them out. Absolutely. So thank you so much for listening. This has been an episode of Terror Talk and my name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone.